Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. In this episode, I share the top four recommended books of July 2020. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at the top four recommended personal development books of July 2020, recommended, of course, by listeners. So if you want to have your recommendations featured in a future episode, find the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps, shoot me a message, and let me know what your favorite books are, and I'm more than happy to bring those up in a future list just like this. Now, we all understand how valuable reading is, how important it is to continue growing our minds, to give us the tools that we need to challenge and tackle life every single day. Reading is such a powerful, powerful tool and a powerful skill set, but it can be hard to know which books we should be spending our time on. There's so many out there and with the ability to self-publish, there's even more. Like The choices, quite frankly, are exhausting. So we are going to be looking at the four books that people wrote in and said, hey, you know what? This book changed my life. This book changed the way that I looked at the world, at my own personal growth and what my options were. So this should be a super good episode. Be sure to stick around through the end to get the full list. Now, before we jump into it. If you've been struggling to achieve a specific goal for a while, if you want to start meditating or eat healthier or save more money or or whatever it might be, if you've been struggling with achieving it, with being consistent day after day after day, you're not alone. I go through the exact same thing and thousands of listeners all over the world are struggling with it as well. And I've done a lot of research over the last five years. And what I've found is that there's one major reason that people are not consistent. And inside my new course, The Consistency Code, I'm going to teach you exactly what that reason is and more importantly, what you can do about it. Throughout the course, we discuss things like why we all struggle with consistency, the two key processes that lead to habit formation, why smart goals may not work for you, and the little known goal setting method you should use instead, how to break down your goals into their next step, and so much more. And by the end of it, by the end of the course, you're going to have a solid strategy step by step for being more consistent each day and making more progress over time. So the consistency code is on sale now for just $97 or three payments of $37. To learn more, head over to www.consistencycourse.com and enroll today. That's www.consistencycourse.com, www.consistencycourse.com. All right, so 
The first book that we're going to be looking at today is one that has been recommended a lot. It's one that I recently was able to sort of go through using a platform called Blinkist. It's called Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. It's it's one of those books that we all have heard of. And if you're following personal development, if you are in the journey, taking care of yourself, trying to grow and be a better leader, be a better version of yourself, you've heard of Brene Brown, you've heard of this book. But Sarah wrote in and I asked her, you know, what did you actually take away from this book? What was valuable to you in this? And here's what she had to say, quote, I'm a person who will not make a move until I'm 100 percent positive that I can do it perfectly. And as a result, I'm full of ideas and plans, but rarely make a move. But this book challenged that way of thinking, that being vulnerable and letting people see a less than perfect version of me builds authenticity and strengthens all of my relationships. Another byproduct I'm seeing of being vulnerable is my confidence is shooting through the roof. Even my friends and coworkers have started to notice. End quote. So I want to thank Sarah for recommending this book and I want to congratulate her on her growth thus far because that honestly sounds amazing. And I've heard such great things about Daring Greatly that I really think it's a book worth picking up. So here's the actual description from Amazon. Quote, every day we experience the uncertainty, risks and emotional exposure that define what it means to be vulnerable or to dare greatly. Based on 12 years of pioneering research, Brene Brown, Ph.D., dispels the cultural myth that vulnerability is weakness and argues that it is, in truth, our most accurate measure of courage. Brown explains how vulnerability is both the core of difficult emotions like fear, grief, and disappointment, and the birthplace of love, belonging, joy, empathy, innovation, and creativity. She writes, when we shut ourselves off from vulnerability, we distance ourselves from the experiences that bring purpose and meaning to our lives, end quote. So this book obviously has helped a lot of people. It's helped Sarah directly. So if you're looking for a new book, something that can help challenge your understanding of vulnerability, help challenge your understanding of leadership and help you to step into the more empathetic, joyful, loving side of yourself, then I recommend picking up Darren Greatly by Brene Brown. You can do so by clicking the link in the description of this episode for that book. So the second book that I want to take a look at is one that I hadn't heard of, but sounds quite honestly right up my alley. I think it's something that I'm going to be picking up and potentially doing some episodes on in the future. And this one was recommended by Ailsa or Ailsa, uh, A-I-L-S-A. I apologize if I am pronouncing your name incorrectly, but she wrote in and said that this book was the one that helped her the most. So the book is titled How to Be Miserable by Dr. Randy J. Patterson. And here's a description from Amazon. Quote, there are stacks upon stacks of self-help books that will promise you love, happiness and a fabulous life. But how can you pinpoint the exact behaviors that cause you to be miserable in the first place? Sometimes when we're depressed or just sad or unhappy, our instincts tell us to do the opposite of what we should, such as focusing on the negative, dwelling on what we can't change, isolating ourselves from friends and loved ones, eating junk food or overindulging in alcohol. Sound familiar? 
This tongue-in-cheek guide will help you identify the behaviors that make you unhappy and discover how you, and only you, are holding yourself back from a life of contentment. You'll learn to spot the tried and true traps that increase feelings of dissatisfaction, foster a lack of motivation, and detract from our quality of life, as well as ways to avoid them. End quote. So essentially, this book is a unique take on personal development rather than looking at, oh, how can we be happy? What is it that we should be doing? Should I meditate? Should I journal? So on and so forth. Dr. Randy J. Patterson looks at this from the perspective of what are the factors that lead to unhappiness? What are the factors that lead to being miserable, that lead to a lack of contentment? And if you can identify those things and remove them or alter them or just get a better understanding standing of them overall, then you can naturally create a scenario that leads to more happiness over the long term. And I love that view. This is how I try to approach my personal development in all ways. I am, I'm always looking at what are the things that are causing failure? Whatever my, my success metric is, what are those things that create the scenario for failure to occur, for lack of activity to occur, for lack of change to occur, for lack of consistency to occur? If I can identify those areas and eliminate them, then being successful in that practice, that goal is just a natural part of waking up every day. And, and that's his approach here with the book as well. So I'm probably going to be picking this book up myself and giving it a read. And I highly recommend that you do as well. You can find a link to it in the description of the episode. Now, the third book we want to look at is called Playing Ball on Running Water by Dr. David K. Reynolds. And this one was recommended by Lucy. Uh, Lucy found that this book really helped to change the way that she thinks about her emotions and about the role that action plays in those emotions. And I'm going to be reading what she submitted here because this book actually doesn't have that much of a description. It's actually very short and not that helpful, the description itself. But according to Lucy, the book itself is phenomenal and really, really helpful. So here's what she has to say. Quote, essentially based on Japanese Zen psychotherapy, Merida therapy, and constructive living therapy. The book teaches that quietly sitting with and accepting emotions is calming. Then our daily actions can present a positive influence in life. In other words, actions are more important than feelings. And here were her big takeaways. Number one, playing ball on running water is taken from a Zen cone that deals with constant change. The Greeks, too, recognize that we cannot step into the same river twice. Change is fundamental to our universe. Therefore, dealing constructively with the present reality has the potential to bring about a change in our thinking to one of peace and gratitude. So thank you to Lucy for recommending the book. This is one that, again, I haven't read yet. I plan on picking up using the link in the description of this episode, but it sounds really fascinating. It sounds like one of those books that after you go through it, it it's not so much about here's your step-by-step -step action plan. It's more so let's shift the way that we think about our emotions and action and, and what those actions can do for us. Let's shift our relationship to these things so that we can start to create consistent change over longer periods of time. And she even says it here at the end, change is 
fundamental to our universe. Therefore, dealing constructively with the present reality has the potential to bring about a change in our thinking to one of peace and gratitude. Change is going to happen regardless. By dealing with the now, dealing with where we are right in this moment, we have the potential to direct and control that change and and build peace and gratitude into our day-to-day lives. So again, I want to thank Lucy for submitting this book and the link to it is in the description. So if you're looking for a new book, I highly recommend picking it up as well. And then the final book that we're looking at today is Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus. And this one was recommended by Lisa. Now, Lisa did not write in her personal takeaways from the book. So I'm just going to go ahead and read the Amazon description. Quote, Human optimization thought leader Aubrey Marcus's personal and professional mission rests on a single question. How can we get the most out of our body and mind on a daily basis? Marcus answers that question in Own the Day, Own Your Life, an empowering handbook that guides readers to optimize every moment of the day from waking in the morning through work and play until bedtime each night. With small actionable changes implemented throughout the course of one day, we can feel better, perform more efficiently, and live happier. And these daily habits turn into weekly routines, ultimately becoming part of lifelong healthy choices." end quote. So this book is, it's it's one after my own heart. Everything that he seems to be discussing in this book falls perfectly in line with the Tiny Leaps philosophy. This focus on what can you do right now? What habits can you develop? What actions can you take? What are the tiny things that truly matter to create change over long periods of time? And that's really the entire ballgame. That is everything when it comes to personal development. So in this book, Own the Day, Own Your Life, and Aubrey Marcus also has a podcast called Aubrey Marcus Podcast, where he discusses a lot of these topics. So he is one of the people in this field that I think are really approaching personal and professional development from similar ideologies to the ones that we discuss here on this show. And so if, if you're a fan of the Tiny Leaps model, the this focus on small behavior changes that can create long-term results for us, then you're going to get value out of this book. And you can grab a copy by heading to the link in the description. So those are the four recommended books of July 2020 from Tiny Leaps listeners. Just a quick recap here, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. This is phenomenal if you're trying to develop leadership, if you're trying to embrace the emotional side of you, the vulnerable side of you. Daring Greatly by Brene Brown, How to Be Miserable by Dr. Randy J. Patterson. This is a great, great look at what causes unhappiness, sort of flipping the conversation rather than searching for happiness, looking at all of the things that make us unhappy and eliminating them, trying to do as little of them as possible. Then we've got Playing Ball on Running Water by Dr. David K. Reynolds. And this is an in-depth look 
at various Eastern psychotherapy and uh, different therapy models that can help shift our relationship between emotion and action. And then finally, Own the Day, Own Your Life by Aubrey Marcus. And this is all about how the behaviors you take in a single day can drive change over long periods of time. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to pick up any of these books, you can find a link to a copy in the description. And if you want to have a conversation or submit your own favorite personal development book for next month, list, head over to Instagram at tiny leaps, find the podcast there, give it a follow, send me a message. Let me know what book has helped change your life the most. And I would love to feature it in a future episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.